0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you
1: the greatest show on earth.
0: And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe
1: Black, Chris Mindell. The Sons of Slam podcast. Ah, the Sons of Slam podcast. Haven't said that in a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back and better than ever. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, it's good to see your face again.
0: It is good to see your face as well. We've had a rough couple weeks, both you and I. Yes, it has
1: been. Very rough. And now, as we record, you and your place of dwelling, mine in a closet, in a walk in closet somewhere in Delaware.
0: Uh, Walk in is a bit of a stretch, my friend. Uh, you should take a look. This is
1: there's a lot of space in here. It's like you only, really you only see like the rest of this is like a whole area over here in front of the camera, behind the camera.
0: I picture I picture your entire like setup I'm, on one beer pong table. In, is, a, in a closet. Oh, no, it's, it's very spacious. Very spacious. Okay, as
1: I, as I do the tour with the camera here, it's very spacious, very, which is why I'm in it because everybody for everybody that doesn't know, I am on vacation air quotes vacation) in uh, Rehoboth Beach, in Delaware. Uh, very lovely town, I gotta tell you um,
0: Anytime I think of Delaware, I think of one thing What's that? Wayne's World Yes In <laughs> the green screen? <laughs> yeah We're in, We're De- in Delaware Delaware
1: <laughs> <laughs> Went to the beach, Going to an escape room it's, it's very nice in this area Just uh, I'm in a house with seven other people And they're very loud And they're watching Impractical Jokers as we speak So I had to seclude myself in the bedroom In the closet so I'm double, so if you hear anybody
0: back. laughing on Chris's end, it is not them laughing
1: at his jokes. it's because I'm not funny. and if you hear any babies crying, it's because Joe is babysitting
0: uh, right now. so there are little children in my house currently right that are being babysat by my grandmother luckily.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yes if you hear any babies crying that's on my end. <laughs>
1: it's fun. this is a it's great, fun great experience for both of us. All right so this is fun. We haven't uh, recorded in a minute, and before we usually record, we do a very quick prep as to what we like to talk about. And I said, um, I wanted to do, because we've gone through a lot of things, and wrestling's been wrestling for the most part, but uh, other than the lead up for SummerSlam this Saturday, I wanted to talk about the state of wrestling, um, and things that have gone on since uh, last we've been on, and uh, it's been a lot.
0: It's been a lot, and it's been a very apropos time to do it as well. So I feel like right now we're on the precipice of a if if all the rumors are true mm. we are on the precipice of a wrestling revolution
1: oh look at you
0: it is going to be right now I would say we're in the last month before hogan turns on w c w okay that's what i consider this this entire month to be. Wow. i feel like after the month of september, okay. it's going to be it's going to get pretty wild. okay. remember remember the 5th of september. <laughs> <laughs> uh that. um so
1: but let's let's talk. so we had a couple of things that we missed out on. so the last couple of weeks we had some major releases. uh let's start with uh Going back a couple weeks ago to NXT, let's and let's talk about NXT for a little bit here, because um, whether you watch it or don't watch it, uh, it does affect you if you're a wrestling fan and if you're a WWE fan. Why? Because NXT has always been, uh, well, I shouldn't say always. NXT in and in, in, in and of itself, in its name, NXT next. So basically, <laughs> next man up is the whole was the whole premise of it. So, out of the ashes of a reboot of ECW that failed miserably, came NXT. Yeah, the game show wasn't too fun. The game show was not fun at all. And but that was that was the the arc that would lead to NXT. So, in some ways, you can credit ECW because EC, that ECW, even though it had Lashley as a champion and and the Big Show and and Hardy as a champion, it it still had its game show aspect of it which kind of mm-hmm. led itself to NXT and NXT was always supposed to be it, WWE's own OVW its yeah. own kind of yeah. you know, build up brand that was going to get guys who, and girls who were not known yet sign them to a WWE contract which obviously is minimum, build them up and then bring them over to the major brands if they did well and then it became its own entity. And we saw that uh, when it came to Survivor Series two or three years ago, mm-hmm. uh, when they basically swept <laughs> the entire thing. And my question to you, uh, which I, I wanted to say more, but I'm just going to lead with this. My question to you, Joe, is um, was that the beginning of the end as far as what we know now as NXT? Because what it became with Triple H, because he wanted it to be a third brand. And so with it be, going from a developmental league to its own thing, even though it, it was still a developmental league, you, you could you know, call it whatever you want uh, as a third brand, should it have stayed a a de- developmental or should Triple H have done what he did and lead it to a third brand and, th- I don't know, go, go, let me put that question to you first. Uh, should should it have been, what, what should it have been?
0: I think it was a moment of of the stars aligning in in a very inopportune way for NXT. I think if you look at the state of the world in October of 2019, it was a lot different than it was come April of 2020. You know, I think, if I'm being honest, I think COVID is the reason why NXT is not a third brand. Mm. I think they would have had the momentum behind them to keep pushing to be a third extension of the WWE roster. Okay. But because of everything that's happened, and I'm I'm pretty sure, I, I'm not sure if I said it to both you and Steven or just him, there was a point in time where NXT was just, it, it was, it was their feeder system, you know, at the times of Charlotte and, and Finn Balor, right before he became the first ever universal champion, it was their college football, right? It was their college football. And then by the time it reached uh, survivor series, 2019, it was of like, I, even at that point, I would still say it was still considered college football. Okay. I'm not saying to to most people, but in Vince McMahon's eyes, it was still college football. It would be like if if Nick Saban and the University of Alabama one preseason game just decided to play the I don't know Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> okay? Just randomly, they're like, hey, we're just going to have one of these guys, like 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 a soccer league of sorts. The, the one champion over here in this little league goes to the next <laughs> league, and he can compete against people who are vastly Better than them, in a sense. Right. I I don't think it ever grew from that, in Vince McMahon's eyes. And I think that that was the nail in the coffin. I believe the climax for NXT was Survivor Series 2019. Mm. I don't think it's going to get any better than that. Mm. And unfortunately, the NXT that we know and that we love, and the NXT that has lasted pretty much since... NXT Brooklyn One, which was 2014, mm. or 2013 even. That NXT is done. Mm. And all the releases that we had gotten this past couple weeks, and honestly, all the releases from 2020. If you read off the li- I have a list, which we'll get to in a little bit. We will get to, yeah. Of all the releases of 2020 and 2021, there's over 100 names. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I didn't count. I think I saw 100 somewhere. Okay. But... NXT is just that, in Vince McMahon's eyes, that was his, it's under his name, and whether he likes it or not, it's a WWE product, and that WWE product lost to an outside product, and you know how Vince McMahon likes that. Mm. This is going to be, right now, is the turning point in pro wrestling, just like the last dance, very apropos that we're talking about it. Very. Very just like the last dance when jordan says and i took that personally Mm. this is going to be vince's and i took that personally and we're going to see whether it 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 goes in favor of wwe or if wwe is slowly wilting away now
1: why why the rebrand why is there why is there a rebrand of nxt
0: I think it has partially to do with what I just said about, about the front line that the WWE and Vince McMahon had in their back pocket was NXT in this war. Whether you like it or not, there's a war in pro wrestling again. Mm.
1: Whether he likes it or not, because he's, he's gone on to say exactly. that it's not a thing. Even yeah. though, it, and, and then the meme goes on to show all these faces that used to be in the old WCW uh, regime. Um, mm-hmm. It's a very funny, uh, ironic meme, but uh, I think he is in denial. I think that uh, AEW, and I've said this countless times, that AEW is still not WWE, or will it be WWE in anytime soon? But I think Khan has a vastly different plan than what we know um, as far as signings and things going on and it will continue to be as 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 shown by the arenas that they're in. You know, it's it's uh, it's still WWE's game, but the mm-hmm. product itself is. It, I was I'm going to say comparable to WCW in that it's something that is different and new that WWE is not offering, and this is something that may give WWE the push like it did in the attitude area mm-hmm. to change its game up because there was this threat. If you were not alive then, <clears throat> as my partner here will attest to that. Um, I was alive during it. Okay, that's enough funny of you. So for those of us who are old <laughs> enough to remember <laughs> words and actually understand them uh, then, there uh, was this, this threat because WWE gave out a shit product remind anybody of anything right now um that nobody would like and all of a sudden wcw and eric bischoff took this other product that was also floundering they had to do their own reboot brought on this this young producer who was really on the bottom of the totem pole gave gave him an opportunity that turner did and excelled beyond any expectations 84 weeks 83 weeks 83 excuse me all right and the idea of of the uh of the newness was in the NWO and that, that died out very quickly. And I am hoping that because of just it being run into the ground, um, 83 weeks in the grand scheme of things uh, is not a very long time, but for that period of time, it was everything and anything that was wrestling. And so out of those 83 weeks it became the greatest uh, period of wrestling ever. So ever. can we, maybe see that out of WWE who knows it's, it's hard to do that when you don't have enough talent to cover a just a three hour block of programming let alone your entire uh, catalog of wrestling can AEW do that now that they've expanded to a second show yeah and they put on a better show a better product are the names as known absolutely not but you will get, which is why Tony. I mean, I, some of them, some of them, some of them. I mean, you talk about like Jericho. You, you, as far as beyond beyond the scope of wrestling. So when it's, say like WWE, if I ask my fiance now, well, who do you think of when you when I think when you think of wrestling, uh, The Rock, yeah. John Cena. Uh, you know, there's these people that are outside of the scope of just wrestling. Do you have that in AEW right now?
0: It's hard to. It's, it's it's Cody. You're talking about outside the 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 scope of wrestling. The only person that's really outside is is Cody Rhodes, Chris Jericho, and the Butcher. <laughs> I mean, as far I mean, if... if you really think about it, that's that's who the people who have success outside of the WWE.
1: I'm not and even. Cody talking about, Rhodes
0: only recently with that. With that right, right. Well, I'm not. Show. I'm not
1: reality show. Right. I'm not even talking about that though. I'm talking about like if I, if I talk to anybody, you talk to your friend Alex. I talked to Lisa, and I said, "Give me names that you know in wrestling," and they rattled off all the generic Stone Cold Steve Austin, Cena, blah blah blah,
0: Undertaker. Right.
1: Like yeah. Even even that. Like just like mainstream names. AEW mm-hmm. doesn't have that yet. WCW though had that. Then they had Hulk Hogan. That's all they needed. And so then you had Randy Savage, which was, like, I wouldn't call, like, tier B as far as knowledge for for uh, wrestling fans or rest, people who don't even know wrestling.
0: So, you have to be somewhat of a wrestling fan to know who Randy Savage is. Right. But you don't have to be
1: a wrestling fan to if know who you, Hogan was. If
0: you're a little bit older than me, if you're around my age and I say Macho Man Randy Savage and they go, who? I was like, the guy in Spider-Man. You got three minutes. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that guy. That guy. Right. Right. He was he, a wrestler. Yeah, so my point being is
1: that AEW doesn't have that yet, but you bring on people like CM Punk, you bring on people like Brian Danielson uh, into your mix. It's going to get tough to say. It's going to get tough to say. So I I refer all this back to NXT now. So the the idea of your product, that you want to build this in, from something that, like AEW is doing with these people you have, you have no idea, like we, we talked about before, as far as Dark Order, I don't know who any of those people were, except for Colt Cabana. That, that was it. The only, the yeah. only person I knew was Colt. Not a and one. And
0: just from CM Punk. And, right. It, it, me, personally. It, right. Was just and from it CM right. That'll be,
1: and by the way, there's a dream match. If you can get those two, when when Punk comes to AEW, get those two in a ring, and get like a like a shoot kind of thing going on.
0: Ooh, <laughs> book daddy. it, daddy. Book it. CM Punk, the leader of the Dark Order.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've given that title to 15,000 different people. Um, at least AEW does it where they will take people that as we saw on Rampage we we have a new person it came came out of the main event that nobody really knows there's there's that so i
0: don't i don't think anybody knows i don't
1: personally right. i didn't know her either but you will know her in a couple weeks because Tony Khan has paired her up with the champion the women's yeah. champion of the world in AEW they give
0: they gave Britta a heater
1: they, yes yes absolutely so they know how to do it, whereas NXT was supposed to be that thing. And they've done that. I'm not, not knocking them because they've, they've brought up a ton of people that yeah. are, have been brought to
0: the main, the main roster. All of your champions now, except for one... Have come, out of the, have come out of the NXT system that we know of today. So right now,
1: well, Lashley's not. Drew McIntyre Lashley's was. Lashley's
0: not. Was. Drew McIntyre was. But he was. Technically. He was
1: he, yeah, so he was main roster, went back, left, came back. The Drew Ma- I'm
0: sorry, the Drew McIntyre that we know today. Yes. Which used to be Drew Galloway on the Independence, Right. It, that Drew McIntyre came out of NXT. But
1: all, all our current champions now. So your intercontinental champion, Shinsuke, NXT. Um your yes. your women's raw champion uh in in Nikki Ash NXT. Yes. Uh SmackDown uh Bianca Belair obviously NXT. What? Uh what? <laughs> um uh uh your universal, r- universal champion
0: uh was Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. He was the that was part of the original NXT. Yeah. No, NXT. I'm, I'm sorry, not the original, that 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 reboot. Right. Much better reboot.
1: The reboot. Um yeah, Seth Rollins uh I'm coming from OVW uh, to NXT uh, so it's it's brought up probably every single person that's in the roster right now has been through NXT that's not the case anymore and I think the, the end of that has it, it it will continue to go on in this rebrand hopefully but what you know now as far as this quasi mix of developmental and brand is done, it's yeah. done. and that's unfortunate because it was a great product and as in an article that I read uh, earlier today, there was they talked about uh, Triple H throwing all the shit into the fan and seeing what what you know, <laughs> and uh, you know seeing what stuck. And there was like uh, Finn Balor coming back. You had um, the, the Survivor Series that we talked about. We had all these things that Triple H kind of just wanted to push in and and all his chips in in that one kind of phase uh, of wrestling for NXT that was great. And you blew your load. <laughs> yeah, and then they the, the decline happened.
0: So Triple H, Triple H went all in for about no pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> Triple H did go all in for about a whole year on everything NXT.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He brought he, this is it's kind of weird to say. I don't know a lot about Ring of Honor, but uh, you know from from videos I've seen and all that stuff, he brought Ring of Honor to the WWE, mm-hmm. which for the main sh- the 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 Mark Wrestling fan is going to be super excited about which we were, which you didn't even realize. I was the one that brought you onto NXT because you were like, "I don't have enough time for it," and I was like, "Dude, you have to watch these matches." If you go back to the first episode of to slam, I called you'll him be, Tommaso you'll be here. You, you, Ciampa. Yeah, <laughs> you called him what?
1: I called him Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> yeah, You're like, exactly. Yeah,
0: it's Champa. I'm like, oh, okay. Who's Who's Tomato sample? To like, what's that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he sounds delicious yeah. Uh, yeah but
0: but go back to those first days like you didn't even know about NXT right. then right and i barely knew about it but i was like you know what i know that Charlotte. like i've seen charlotte i've seen i've seen the big pay-per-views because i had the wwe network mm. and it was like oh pay-per-view on a saturday fuck yeah i'm gonna sure. watch it sure but after you put it very very eloquently nxt blew their load And it was at at the point where Finn Balor coming back. Mm. That was the point where they were riding a high between that Survivor Series 2019 and Finn Balor coming back. Mm. That was a very uh, steady time of NXT. Mm. Right after that, it was either going to soar to the moon, to the the moon, or it was going to fall. And right now, we are witnessing the fall of NXT, unfortunately.
1: Ay, 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 ay. It just sucks. It sucks. Uh, And we're going to mention how much it sucks by some names that we've lost over the course of the last couple weeks.
0: So I found this uh, picture online from... WTF GFX! If you've seen any of the evolution uh, evolution graphics, how you know like it'll show a, it's like a portrait and it'll show you whoever the wrestler is through the different stages of their career. Mm. China, Eddie Guerrero, mm. Triple H, all that stuff. If you ever seen any of those, this is the guy that does it. So I just wanted to give him a quick shout out. But he posted a picture of all of the wrestlers released between 2020 and 2021. Okay. And as of of the end, well, the beginning of August. So
1: August 6th was the last major release date. Yes. This
0: was before Bray Wyatt. Okay. This was before, it all happened before the Bray Wyatt release. Wait, Bray Wyatt was released? Oh, buddy. We'll get there. Oh, what? Um, Got it. Zelina Vega. Akeman Rizar, Rusev, Eric Rowan. This is all in 2020. Hmm. Sarah Logan, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Maria Canellas, Kane Velasquez, which hilarious. He's Forgot back. about that one. Yeah, he's back. Uh Zach Ryder, Primo, Epico, Mike Bennett, EC3, Leo Rush, Deanna Purrazzo, champion. Cassius Ono, Kurt Hawkins, uh number one contender for a championship. Heat Slater, Eric Young, Curtis Axel, No Way Jose, MJ Jenkins, don't know who that is. Alexander. Eve. sure Alexander ja- I'm not it's, it's something with a J it looks like Jokic but it's not okay Dash Wilder Kurt Angle Aiden English Gerald Briscoe Mike Rotunda Mike Chioda y- Yifing Yifing I don't even know okay Travis Banks Tino Sabatelli Ty Con. remember Tino Sabatelli though that's gonna be funny Ty Conte Heath Slater again <laughs> Sean Devari, Serena Deeb Scott Dawson Nick Orgarelli, Muhammad Fahim, Mars Wong, that's a funny name. Uh Marco Gomes, Luke Harper, rest in peace, peace. Legero, Killer Kelly, Kyrie Sane, Jack Gallagher, With Kyrie Sane's still contracted to them, I think. Uh Jazzy Gabbard, Hussein Al Degal, Faisa Curdy, Faisal Curdy, Edgar Lopez, Dan Mather, and Cesar Benoni. Now, some of those names you might recognize. In AEW. In AEW. And some of those names you might not recognize, but you know them by face because they had to change their names, and they are currently in AEW. In AEW. That was all the 2020 releases. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. Just wow. I, uh, yeah. and uh, Multiple like, champions, someone who yeah. pretty much changed the course of wrestling in in in. in luke harper pretty like he changed the way aew is right now yeah yeah he did um and then as of
1: i want to say two weeks ago uh today's the 18th so yeah about uh 12 days ago we had releases from nxt uh this is just this round of releases not not including whatever
0: happened oh oh, this did include bray Wyatt. i'm sorry i did i just realized that mine did
1: um so NXT had let's see uh, referee uh, Stefan Stefan Milf Milf. Smith. Whoa, wow! Whoa. I am just out of the gate. Awesome. That was like ten minutes in the show. Stefan Milf.
0: Awesome. That would have been
1: if that was if that was her name. If we
0: didn't know about a referee named Stefan, Stefan Milf, Milf, I would have been.
1: I don't know how I got Milf wrestling. Milf from Smith. That is insane. insane. I think <laughs> I think the oxygen, the lack of oxygen in this closet, is getting to my brain. Ari Sterling, Kona Reeves. Zachariah Smith, that was hysterical, Giants Giant Angier, Asher Hale, Mercedes Martinez, Jake Atlas, Tyler Rust, uh, Diamond Mine. uh, Leon Ruff, a former North American champion, mm-hmm. uh, Bobby Fish, and former North American champion Bronson Reed. That's insane. Insane. Now, I, I didn't mention also, besides uh, MILFs, the uh the idea that the reboot also has to do with uh, rumors uh, swirling around that they're looking to go younger and they can't have uh, any champions older than 30 is that correct
0: yeah they're i i from what i understand they're not bringing anyone in who's over 30 mm. cuz they want to make NXT back to what it originally was you know with the roman reigns and the seth rollins is the the time between Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, that that first class of of Reigns, Rollins and and Biggie, mm. between that and right before Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens went to the main roster, that's when it kind of switched to oh NXT's a real thing, in right. my eyes, right? In my mm. eyes, I don't speak for everybody, but that's just the way it was. Mm. I got more releases if you want to, please go, go through them. All right. So you did Giants and Gear, All right, that first line. Okay, Stephon. Oh, there it is, Stephon Smith. Mm-hmm. Oh, Stefan Milf, that guy. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was so good. Where the hell did I get that from? Uh, Desmond Troy, Ric Flair. Ah, uh, Flair. Bray Wyatt. <sighs> and let me get through the rest of them, and then we'll go through. I'm about to cry with Bray Wyatt. Like, that's just... Mm. I... I Before I read the rest of these, I just want you to know, when I buy wrestling merch, I do it. It's the same. Any type of sports apparel that I buy, I want to make sure that those guys are going to be there for a while. I have a George Kittle jersey. I expect him to be a Niner for life. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. Joe Montana, obviously, the most notable Niner ever. Mm -hmm. I have an Inner Circle shirt, which I expect to be a thing forever. (laughs) Okay. Andre the Giant, Macho Man. But I also have a Wyatt Jim shirt. Uh, yeah. You're the Wyatt Jim. And now I'm like, well fuck. Now I
1: gotta explain this to people. <laughs> it's gonna suck. <laughs> it's gonna suck. And the the weird ironic thing was with him is that it's he was first of all, he was about to it, according to reports this week. He was supposed August to August de- 9th. Supposed to debut uh oh, August mm-hmm. 9th. That's so the last week was supposed to debut a new character. Yeah. Bray Wyatt um, I'll, I'll get really quick back back to uh, the releases in a second. But Bray Wyatt um is interesting because he was gone for a while, and the the timing was not coincidental in that he had left uh, around the time that the aforementioned Luke Harper had passed. He had his WrestleMania match, which was shit in 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 the overall scheme of things. the The lead up to it was great, I thought, and then the actual match. Sucks in the ending of it because it just made absolutely no sense. There was no payoff. Now, in in, in hindsight, there was no payoff because you had yeah. a, you had a turn in Alexa Bliss. Who now
0: you can't even mention how Alexa Bliss got that way,
1: how that she got that way, and where that was going to go. Nobody now knows where that was going to go as far as that turn went uh, that she did at pull at WrestleMania. So, what the hell? What the hell was the whole point for for that? First of all, second of all, they. Fired him and released him uh, due to the actual uh,
0: the actual reasoning. What was was it budget cuts budget cuts and because he had a he if if they they if they cut Braun Strowman who had a a one or one point two million dollar deal. Right. I mean, of course they were going to cut Bray Wyatt if they're going strictly by bottom line, even if though going, Bray Wyatt was one of the biggest merch sellers last
1: year. Right, if they're going by right. if they're going by bottom line, which I'm going to say is complete bullshit because I want to talk yeah. also about mental health. <laughs> and let's get into that really quickly because everybody, and I don't care who the hell you are, I don't care uh, what you think or, or what you do in life, uh, mm-hmm. if you lose somebody that's close to you, you will have a mental breakdown. And so when you mm-hmm. have someone that is like a brother to you, um, I can't. I can't imagine because I've I've lost someone close like that. But when you have someone like that in his life, you're not going to be WWE and Vince and say, listen, we cut you because you can't hold yourself together and we can't give you enough time to kind of process all this. Uh, you know, wrestlers have Bailey's going to be out for nine months um, with her ACL injury. Like it, you you couldn't even give Bray what, Women's WrestleMania uh, April, May, mm-hmm. June, July. August. You couldn't give him four months. To kind of well,
0: it wasn't. It, he also was on television before that,
1: right? Okay, so true. It so, was
0: one time in in nine months, right? I think Brody passed December fourth of twenty twenty. I think that I, if I remember correctly, I think that's what it was.
1: So it would have been it would have been nine months. So it would have been
0: nine months, exactly nine months. So if he came one back- one one appearance, one wrestling match in nine months, right? Maybe maybe a couple of appearances, but one wrestling match in nine
1: months. Meanwhile. Yeah, I mean I'm not comparing the two, but I am comparing the two. So if you have someone like Cena or the Rock, who's been gone for years, they can just come back anytime. They've they've made that they've made that door for themselves. God bless. That's fine. But when you have someone that is so universally loved as Bray Wyatt and that character which was so different, everybody was attracted to it because it was so different. And so when you pull that not only do you pull that character and, and fire them because you don't want to tell tell the world that they you're firing them due to their own personal struggles uh, and mental mental health struggles, but then you give the characters to someone else who is at this point in time, I'm done with, I'm I'm over that character completely because it's just the fiend. No, I'm over the the Alexa Bliss character. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry. Yes, you I'm over uh, the 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 character being transferred over to somebody else. And again, yeah. and like you said, you can't. Tell that story in a storyline, like how it came to be. Unless you have a shoot, <laughs> like we'll yeah. talk about with with Cena and Reigns, but you can't. There's no way to explain that now. So now you have this demented character who is who she is because of someone who's now fired from the company. It all is just a complete clusterfuck, and it it's, just, it's bad timing. It's it it's it's not a great look. I mean, McMahon has. He has a litany of, of things that aren't great looks in the history of yeah. of his career and his life and the company. One's about to be made into a television show. At which I can't wait to see. Uh, Me too. All about stewards. Um, but it's just not a good look to kind of let this guy go uh, when he was so popular, and you are diminishing your own roster due to, yeah. air quotes, budget cuts, budget cuts um, thanks to your own con <laughs> in WWE. Um, and he, he's the one that's kind of bringing this to the table to Vince. Like, listen, Vince, we have these characters. We can just, and as you see on Raw, it nothing's changed since fans have come back. It's the same Raw.
0: It's still repeating. was one change. What's that? It's been, I'm sorry. It, I, I want to rephrase that. It, it's it been the same Raw since fans came back. Right. Everything changed when fans came back. and We were like, yes. Raw's doing it again. What, what
1: an amazing episode the that was! Next week too. after
0: they were, like, we were like, "Yeah, all right, still got it." They, you know, still got. You know, might not have, fastball, might not have what it used to, mm-hmm. but they still got it. And now this week, it's like we've seen Drew in how many freaking handicap matches? I know, <laughs> gender ball. I know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. But going back to the mental health thing, I do want to bring this up. Yeah. Max Caster. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, it, say what you want about the gimmick. Right, which I don't think anybody has any questions about the gimmick. For, for the gimmick for who, is for amazing. People, yeah, it
1: is. But people who, for people who do not know, Max Caster.
0: Um, Max Caster, one half of the acclaimed, always comes out to the ring rapping. He has been suspended mm. by Tony Khan, unpaid, for two months. Mm. And the reasoning was this. the money's going to, uh, to charity. Yes, His salary. which is the same thing that happened with uh, Sammy, Sammy right. when Sammy Guevara came out and said those not so nice things about Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Yep. Uh, Max Castor had a rap about Simone Biles, and I'll 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 say the rap in, in a minute. But I just want to bring this up first. Mm. Who do you think got more flack for their mental health hiatus? Bray Wyatt or Simone Biles? Oh, Simone Biles. For sure. For sure. Simone Biles hundred percent. The, the Bray Wyatt thing though was never brought because up because Br- because that was never mentioned. Right. It was, it was never. Mentioned a if thing. it came out and said if, if Bray Wyatt came out and said I'm taking a little time off to deal with the mental health, you know, I just lost a friend and stuff like that, the world would
1: collapse around Vince.
0: It would be eviscerated.
1: Yes, absolutely. But he but he never did that.
0: Now that being said, the Max Caster issue is is a uh, I I have a slight problem with the reasoning why he's in the news okay okay he made this rap mentioning simone biles but he also mentioned the duke lacrosse team (laughs) okay now if you don't know about the duke lacrosse team they had (laughs) done some not so nice things to women right back in the mid to late 2000s i believe And everybody, when they talk about Max Caster, is talking about Simone Biles. Now, why are we mentioning the fact that he talked about the Duke Lacrosse team? That was the most absurd thing that I have heard in in years. Mm -hmm. But because she... I'm not taking anything away. I I agree with her 100%. 2006, If you have If you have demons that you're dealing with, go deal with them.
1: Absolutely. 2006, by the way, was Duke Lacrosse.
0: 2006. Yes. So... Let me just say this rap, and then and then we'll see where it goes. Okay, here we go. The, the following <sighs> statement now, is... I just need to pre... Shush, shush. <laughs> let me Let me preface it first. Please, please do. I just need to say that this is... The following statement does not apply to anything Sons of Slam. The creators of Sons of Slam do not agree with Max Caster's comments in this rap. That being said... Thank you. He said, and I quote, quote, Max Caster said this. I just want to point this out. This is all on <laughs> again, record. Again, Max Caster. You know, if you're hearing this in a courtroom... Max Caster, this is Chris Mindell talking. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me try to get this wrapped in my head. The uh, acclaimed kicking ass for miles make you claim mental health like Simone Biles. Okay. The Seidel's going to pay the cost. I'm going to treat those bitches like Duke Lacrosse. Let me get to the rest. The blondes say they the best, but those dudes is faker than a PCR test. And what's that smell here in North Carolina? Oh, wait, that's Julia's vote, and then Anthony took it. he meant to say vagina. Mm. I just want to point that out. Who, but uh, Julia who? Julia Hart. Oh, Julia Hart. <laughs> Julia Hart, not from Calgary. Right. From, also need to point that out every time she makes her way to the ring. <laughs> so.
1: Let's break this down.
0: <laughs> let's break this down. A little
1: <laughs> As Michael K. would say, into a fine powder. So uh, the
0: first the line. Way, I heard Michael, heard Michael K. is in the news recently, but we'll talk about that off air.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, let's, let's get into that because I didn't, didn't hear about that.
0: Um, he said something about it, Italy, or it's not not a good time for you to say Italy over the airwaves. Apparently, okay, um, or Italian, something like that. Whatever, we'll talk about that later.
1: That first line that he dropped about Simone Biles was whack. Let <laughs> me just—it was whack. It was whack. Yeah.
0: Now, at first, when he said it, I was like, mm, okay, yeah, yeah, all right, uh, that could have gone either way. Yeah, could have right. been. Oh my God, that was such a good line. Right. Or mm, yeah. probably not the best time to say it.
1: But this is, by the way, this is the first time I've actually heard. I know he said something about Simon Biles. It's actually the very first time I've heard the entire entire rap
0: as a whole because i've had that written down on my phone for weeks now Mm -hmm. and it has since been completely scrubbed from the internet wow which i hope someone but with the last name con's not listening to the show right now tony we love you yeah nick not so much (laughs) um but yeah the the line it just because it it it's the Duke lacrosse. We can, we can agree that the most egregious part about this this whole rap is the Duke lacrosse rap. Of course. And then also in a Duke lacrosse rap, mentioning the smell of someone else's vagina. Probably <laughs> not the best thing to do in the same rap. Right? No, absolutely not. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's absurd. Yeah. But everybody else, because, I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up because we were talking about mental health. Now, let me ask you this. Sure. If he said make you claim mental health like Bray Wyatt... What would have happened then? No, then
1: again, he would probably. He would have gotten
0: a raise, and they would have been tag team champions tomorrow.
1: (laughs) I don't think so, only because uh, Luke Luke Harper is so close to AEW, obviously, that it's still associated hand in hand with (laughs) with both.
0: So he probably would have gotten. Oh, what if he said Wyndham? (laughs) Did he claim mental health like Wyndham? Like Wyndham. Well, what rhymes with what rhymes with Wyndham that you I, could I, put before that? I think I think the idea of mental health. I'm gonna kill him. The- <laughs> Make you claim mental health like Wyndham. See, I can rap. I can rap. I'm from Queens. Give me a metal chain. I'll be Anthony <laughs> Bones's partner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that. By the way, um, I pay everything I have to see that. The just, uh, the idea of the the mention of mental health, first of all. Um, I know, and the, the that's fa- where it is because yeah, the, the fact also that uh, the Simone Biles part was the bad was the quote unquote bad part of it. I'm not saying it was good in any way, but that's what
0: the media says is the bad part. Of it.
1: Right, I'm saying that the bad part. And I think we can agree if we have to compare the two was a Duke cross Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not good to talk about someone Miles in that way, but at the no, same time, the, the yeah, I, You you I, having a cross team talking about rape is not not the best thing. So, I think Tony yeah. Tony at this time is probably going to give that take away the the freedom that he allows most of well, most if not all of his superstars, which is why AEW such an attractive place. He's probably going to have to check those scripts now uh, in the thing
0: here's what's not adding up to me mm. every time max castor has a new rap he goes to Tony. him and tony he he says it f- for tony first mm. to make sure it's okay but it just see this is the conspiracy part in my head it just so happens that this one time the rap is so egregious to an extent that this one is the one that tony didn't find and now Tony has to overcorrect himself and be like, well, now I'm taking hold of all the editing and, well, and be- I get final say on the editing. I think it was just too, in Tony's case, it was too much of an overcorrection.
1: See, I don't think so because this is a bad look for him. It still represents him. It's still his company. That's what and- I'm saying.
0: I, I think he had to come out and say that he couldn't, he he, he always said that he sat down with Max, like the one about, about Renee, right. you know? Right. I'm going to hit up your wife for some oral sessions. That's a good, great line. It's a great line. It's a great line. Yeah, right. But he ran that by Tony he ran first. It by Tony. That earlier that day, I heard him saying on a radio show that he has has seen Max. He seen Max's rap for tonight, talking about that rap about Renee, mm-hmm. and and he okayed it. <laughs> I'm sure, he, which he okay, he ran it by by. Uh, well, yeah, run by John first because if John. not, the guy's gonna yeah. uh, take a pizza cutter to your head. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> In a sense.
1: <laughs> we got to talk about that too. Yeah. But
0: I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up because I didn't, I, I don't like how the media is saying it just because it's about Simone Biles. That's okay. not the egregious part about this. No. It's egregious. Egregious, part but the of, most egregious It's egregious. The most egregious. But the part. most egregious part about this is the Duke lacrosse, the Duke the <laughs> lacrosse. <laughs> And it's like, I don't know how, yeah. maybe it's just passed so much. It's been what, 14 years? 15? 15, 15 years? 15 years. Oh my God. Yeah, 15 years. I don't like getting hold older <laughs> in a sense. Um,
1: going right back to uh the release part of, of things here, uh, I just wanted to mention some of the things the, the tweets that were said um, by fans. Oh, I'm
0: sorry, and Max Caster selling one of his uh AEW ring gears online, and he's just since taken that down because it wasn't getting any bids. I saw that too. <laughs> oh, Max. Um,
1: so let's see here. So Braun Strowman, Aleister Black, Buddy Murphy back in June. NXT releases as well. Bray Wyatt, uh, last month. Let's see here. Bronson Reed, Bobby Fish, as we talked about before. And here are the tweets that I found interesting, uh, that I saw. Hashtag, all hashtag WWE releases. It took three years for NXT to go from potential global territory to the, dis- to the disposable brand. Hashtag mm-hmm. WWE releases. The Wednesday night war killed NXT, which by the way, uh, according to, uh, uh, who was this released from diamond mind? I just mentioned. Um, Tyler, Tyler Rust, Rust Tyler Rust he mentioned uh in an interview since being released that it had nothing to do with the war that it had to do with hockey and he he's i I believe that only because he just got released and he he put he's putting it out there that um it didn't it wasn't a really good look uh, as far as the move goes and they were getting their ass kicked but the move uh the Wednesday night war basically died not so much AEW according to him not so much AEW but because hockey was on Wednesday and they had to move to Tuesdays
0: but hockey, oh, that's next year that they got that contract for? Because Turner got the contract for hockey for the, for the next couple of years.
1: Well, what, what was it that was on TV this year that they had to move to Tuesday nights? I thought that was hockey. I think on, it was USA. just... Was uh, hockey on USA. I thought NBC had that, that contract.
0: I th- it, well, okay, but here, the only reason why it's not, that's not adding up to me is because uh, AEW had to do the same thing for basketball. And they moved to Fridays, but they just moved a couple dates around, and then now they're just going to go back to Wednesdays. True, true. You're right. But I think that that since I think you're right, it was hockey. Mm-hmm. But I think that since it, it W uh, USA was supposed to get the contract to host the Wednesday night hockey game, mm-hmm. that and then that contract went to uh, TBS or TNT or whatever. Got it. And that. Was why they originally switched to Tuesdays. They're like, we're going to get ahead of it. We'll switch to Tuesdays. I I think in the in the in the grand scheme of things, NXT did not need to move from Wednesday nights. No, I don't think they. If did. we're talking about scheduling conflicts, right? I think they get temporarily. We're talking
1: about temporarily you know,
0: wars. Then yes, yes they,
1: need then they need to move. Uh, so this other tweet I was mentioning, which actually ties into what I was saying before, uh, the Wednesday night war killed NXT. Triple H threw everything at AEW between 2019 and 2020. From Mm -hmm. double champions, Finn Balor's return, fatal four-way Iron Man matches, to shock title switches, celebrity involvement, and main roster cameos, he exhausted the product. Sprinted. Hashtag WWE releases. Another one. At WWE, at Vince McMahon, at Steph McMahon, if releases of talent have to be done, then why not at least release the PR disasters that puts a strain on your company like blatant racist bigot? Hashtag Jackson That ship is never going to sail, and you know it. Hashtag WWE releases. Another one. And all in caps. Fuck it. If these hashtag WWE releases are going to keep happening, I say attack the high ups in hashtag WWE. Burn that bridge because if they are going to release you, might as well go out fighting and make breaking new. You know what that means. And last one. Breaking news. Breaking news. Thank you. Uh, last one. It's getting real hard to support at WWE on a consistent basis when they have massive talent releases every month slash year. And at WWE, we want to know why people aren't watching their shows and are starting to watch the show on Wednesday night more. Hashtag WWE releases. 52 wrestlers this year so far have been released. Wow. 52. Um, that's yeah. wild. 52 releases. 52 releases. Jesus. So that's where we're at,
0: the state of wrestling right now. Um, I don't think we can call it just black. Remember it was just black Wednesday last year? We're like, oh, my God. April fifteenth. No, Holy it's just shit. it's just black right. year. <laughs> just, it's, I think we could just call it the black plague of the wrestling. Black plague of
1: wrestling. Just, uh, well, see, that's yeah, it's weird though. You can't. I mean, the black plague of wrestling for WWE. You can't say it's a black plague for AEW. Okay,
0: the black plague of sports entertainment.
1: There you go, because <laughs> it's All not right. sports entertainment over at AEW.
0: Exactly, it's
1: wrestling. Um, yeah, so it's it's just not not a good look, and it shows repeatedly on Monday nights. When you just continue to see the thing, same thing over and over again. We have AJ Styles appearing three times on on your screen uh, on Monday night. Um,
0: I, I, you have a on, sign.
1: Go ahead. I didn't mind that too much. I don't mind him. I just, if if, if instead of having him on three times. It's the
0: three reasoning times, why, he, why he appeared. Would, the story doesn't make sense. The
1: story doesn't make sense. Also, the, the fact that they're just, as WWE does, is they're doing WWE things, is that they just put a match together at the last second. Uh, for the tag team titles, um, those raw tag team titles, by the way, mean absolutely nothing
0: because I don't see. Here's here's where I I beg to differ. Good, right now they don't mean anything. I think Randy Orton. I think this storyline mm-hmm. is what is keeping Monday Night Raw afloat. Because I'll tell you this right now, the only reason I tune in on Monday nights is to see what is going to happen with Riddle and Orton.
1: That's that's fine. Then they should have had that going on for a while
0: now. I just want to know what was the why, reason he was why, out for 7 weeks
1: and which nobody he didn't explain either which is also WWE doing WWE things but why have such why have this storyline which is probably the most entertaining storyline that they have be a throw in match for on the go home show to a pay-per-view to one of their major pay-per-views of the year SummerSlam is probably the biggest if not right behind uh, WrestleMania
0: I think it used to be I think it's Rumble if we're talking big five. Okay, that's fine. That's if, fine. if we're okay. talking big right, five, so then, it goes Mania, Rumble, okay. Survivor it's Series, still, SummerSlam. If anything,
1: and then no, Money I put SummerSlam before Survivor Series. All right, I agree with you. With Rumble, I think Rumble's bigger. Yeah, but Rumbles uh, too. Okay, uh, regardless, it's still one of the big five. And yeah. you just threw in this this match with your best storyline on the Go Home show before and the week of. It's it's not like it's like the next Sunday. It's you talking about Saturday of the same week. So.
0: It's just, it's not, it's just not a good look. It's not consistent. That's the issue. It needs to be. Well, hang on. Let me rephrase that. It is very consistent. It's very cons- the, Yeah, it is consistent. Right. It's, it's it's consistently predictable. Mm-hmm. And this is what I don't like. I don't like it when wrestling. I don't think anybody likes it when wrestling is predictable. Because then we feel like we know everything, and then it gets to our heads, and then. I, I just oh, wish. And, if, then, if, and then and then and then they get a podcast and start talking shit for an hour and a half. Welcome,
1: <laughs> Sons of Slam, everybody. Um, yeah. I, I just wish that if you were going to have this rush match thrown in to the card, that you would have explained where you were for the last couple months um, and then thrown that in I there. can't believe it's so, already been seven weeks. It's been seven weeks. So, so for a month and a half, you've been gone, um, I, almost two months, and you said nothing. Like The promo that you cut on Monday, absolutely nothing. Uh, but now RK-Bro is back suddenly, and we're going to have a, t- a title match. Okay, wrestling.
0: I get it. I think all of this is just to give Riddle a push. That's fine. I think this is how they want to—they te- want to gauge the water to see if Riddle is going to be one of those NXT characters, quote unquote characters, that ha- will translate to the main roster. And I think putting him in that tag title—he hasn't translated to already. Jordan, he has. He's. But trans- I think the whole—the whole issue is him working well with others. I think he's—I think he's proven that. I think he has proven that, which is why I I, I think we can both agree that they're going to win on Sunday. Uh, Saturday. Which is, sorry,
1: Saturday. Saturday, right? It's, it's weird to say Saturday. Um, I I agree, and they should because again, o- Omos and and Styles have done nothing nothing for those belts. Yeah, um, absolutely nothing. And I think this would be a great storyline until they you know our, Randy Orton inevitably will turn on, on Riddle. We thought we had that last yeah. week, but it will happen. But until then, give them the belts. Um, it just it's weird that they pulled another WWE and just did this last second bullshit. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, and I, I think that Riddle's already proven himself in the matches that he's had with Styles um, uh, amongst countless other people. He, you know, the matches that he had with Lashley uh, during the Thunderdome era uh, when he won the belt. Um, and I, it's just, it's unfortunate also that these wrestlers who have gone on to win titles have come up from NXT, won titles and then had to lose them the, uh, because of just because the storyline, and they weren't able to have their shine in front of fans, Which kind of, yeah. it, kind of suck, it really
0: does suck for Drew McIntyre.
1: It kind of it, sucks. That's the
0: that I feel bad for him. He's the, the biggest. He's now a, I'm like, get the fuck off my television. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he is the biggest casualty
1: of that, and it's unfortunate. But it's it, it sucks that he went from here, main storyline, main event WrestleMania, to now a mid Carter with Jinder Mahal and his lackeys. It's it's just yeah it sucks. Um, let's see what else so we good. talked about. Bray Wyatt uh, again his uh, storyline was supposed to be uh, t- the new his new storyline debuted supposed to debut last week. I would have much liked to see where that where that went and uh, yeah. how that tied in with Alexa Bliss. Um, let's talk debuts of instead of uh, releases here and debuts of shows so all right um uses shows and people and people so i just want to really the whole premise of this this episode was not to go over too much of sh- as far as shows goes but things that we have missed and again the state of wrestling and the state of wrestling also has uh, out of the ashes comes the phoenix and
0: so now we have a new rampage by the way, AEW Phoenix would not have been uh, – you can't do that. Never mind. AEW Phoenix? What? Yeah, like rising from the ashes oh, of, right. of Friday nights. Yeah, there you go. AEW Phoenix. But now, now it just sounds like it's going to – now it just sounds like all the WWE hashtags when they go to your city. <laughs> <Right>. Welcome <laughs> to <does>. WWE <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> it does.
1: And then when they actually get into – oh, hello. When they actually get into WWE Phoenix <laughs> and they have the show there, it's like yeah, it's exactly. Phoenix in Phoenix. Oh, it's very confusing. Yeah, so um, what did you think about it? Rampage, yes, loved it. And I here's, here's why I ask because I think every single wrestling epi- uh, show now should be an hour. It was amazing. Yes, it was just absolutely. Here is an injection of adrenaline for an hour. Go,
0: <laughs> and now it, I know we got super hyped because there were th- the only three matches on the entire card amazing. were just title matches. Amazing. <laughs>
1: I, and don't but, expect that to be every week.
0: But yes, exactly. For that's your what debut, for we your... cannot expect that to be every single week. Right. It's not. It's just not going to happen. Right.
1: But for the debut, but it was great. It was awesome. It was great. And who knew that you can get Christian Cage, wily, mid forty year old Christian Cage. To I just
0: want to I want to put this out there before you. <laughs> I'm I'm going to cut you off, and I'm just going to set the scene. Sure. If you told me in 2021 that Christian Cage is going to be double, technically still, even though I heard tapings are different, Mm. double Impact Wrestling and TNA World Heavyweight Champion, as well as you have the cleaner Kenny Omega being a a world champion in America, Mm. and you have Ric Flair doing a figure-four leg lock on Conan in Mexico. (laughs) I would have said you're out of your fucking mind.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: There's no way. You're while, talking about the guy, while you know, Kenny Car- Omega in Japan and Christian. Who the fuck is Christian Cage anyway? Right. That's what I would have said.
1: There you go. And now you're saying it now. And uh, we have a new champion. <laughs> we have a new Impact NTNA champion in Christian Cage. Um, first of all, the match was amazing. Incredible. Uh, and I, give, I give him credit, man. Like it was just I, I did not think that he had it in him. And I give him credit for... Pulling this off and also not giving up on his career because if he stuck on in WWE, he'd be you know still mid Carter Lackey a la Jeff Hardy. Where, yeah. you know, whereas over here now, now, mind you, this is a double edged sword with this to me because it's great that not only is it tie in with where he used to be. He used to be an impact. He used to be part mm-hmm. of TNA. So now the forbidden door being you know unlocked and them going through, he's back now technically. In the the annals of TNA, so there's that. But if you listen to the the broadcast, it, they weren't directly doing it, but they were indirectly shitting on the belt. And because every time they talked about Impact and TNA belts, they still brought the fact that. Uh, At All Out, there's going to be this match with Christian Cage and Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship. So you you single-handedly took what was probably the least of the belts that Omega had in his belt collector collection. And you put it on Christian in what could possibly be Tony's smartest move in that Christian is over. Give him a belt, but you're not going to give him the belt. And uh, it also just kind of diminishes, not that it was big to begin with, it diminishes the TNA and Impact belts. And as you just mentioned before, uh, you you just said as far as what you had heard with the tapings, that the rumor is that Christian Cage drops the – Retires. Retires, excuse me. You're right. Retires the TNA belt, which is the nicer Mm -hmm. looking of the two belts. Um, But yeah, so he drops that belt. Your thoughts on Christian with this new belt, with these two new belts um his and his uh previous career with TNA and what's going to look like going forward
0: I think it was a good move by Tony the person who I feel the worst for in this whole thing is Andrade because reports came out that Andrade was supposed to drop I'm sorry Andrade was supposed to win the AAA <clears throat> The mega the triple, ah. he, was, he was supposed to win the the triple A mega championship okay. at uh Triple Mania this past week. Okay. And he didn't. He did walk out with Ric Flair during that, so that was fun. Mm, nice. That was a cool thing. Sure. Kenny walked out with Conan didn't make a, a lick of sense to me. Yeah, but why, I mean why is Conan's that- a promoter. Conan's a promoter down there. That's the only reason why I could think of why he did that
1: but then when you get into AEW he's going <laughs> to
0: gonna... go back with Don. Go I don't back... get it. I don't get it at all. Wrestling. Um the yeah, I think I think that was the best thing for them to do because it, it as far as because AEW in this whole forbidden door thing, mm-hmm. AEW is number 1.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's what it, it, everything has to go through AEW. All right. Right? That's that's what's linking all of these different promotions to each other is AEW. Mm. I think the best thing was for Christian to win the Impact Championship. It shows that he can beat Kenny Omega, and I, I don't think it's been stated enough that that was his first – that was him being pinned for the first time in over 700 days or something like that. Yeah, it, It's – interesting to see where tony wants to go with all of it i don't know how they want to do the whole belt collector gimmick That's more I mean. I mean it's not because he still does hold another belt what's a collector collector you have to is like a few you have to hold more than three things to be a collector how many belts did he had he had five or four he had three.
1: yeah oh, he, he had no he had aw he had the he two. had
0: three and one that was already technically retired Tri- AEW, Triple A, AAA, Impact, and TNA. Right, so he had four. Four. He had four. So he just lost half his three, belts. Three, because only three of them were actually the. As champions. of right now,
1: he has two. He had, those are two belts that are still in circulation. So he lost half of his belts. So
0: collector yes, no more. Yes, he lost half of his belts. Collector no more. <laughs> you can still have. You lose half your collection of Funko Pops. You're still a Funko collector. <sighs> I mean, my collection is diminished. So no. At that point, I just burn them all. Diminished. I right. was at your house a couple weeks ago.
1: I'm saying if I lost half of my collection.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, what'd you do? (laughs) Um, I burned them down. I think that we will be getting more New Japan injected into AEW. I feel like Tanahashi is possibly coming over to AEW just because he won the the IWGP US Championship from Lance Archer, I believe Saturday on the 14th, something like that. Really? That at, was quick. NJPW resurgence. That was quick. Yeah. Really nice shot of him holding that championship uh, uh, right outside the the Coliseum in in LA, hmm. where the Olympics were. There we go. Okay. That's what I want to say. <laughs> but yeah. I, I feel like we get a little more New Japan uh, injected into AEW. I, will I think take it. it's about time. I will take it. Uh, and that would mean that we get a certain new japan iwgp world champion coming over and challenging for the uh for the belt or we get the never open weight champion in one jay white (laughs) come over and we get a bullet club civil war now i want to point this out sure the civil war of the united states (laughs) yes history go was between I had a huge I had a huge conversation with Stephen the other day about this. No, oh boy. This the Civil War was the United States of America versus the Confederate States of America. Correct. Correct. Go on. Okay. <laughs> so, the Confederacy was not a part of the United States during this war. Right. But the reason that they call it the Civil War was because It used to be a part and then seceded and went to go do its own thing. Now they wanted a war between a separate place about ownership of the place. Correct? Yes. Okay. So if the Bullet Club today were to go against the elite of today, would that be considered a civil war? No. Why? Because it's not... You see my analogy, though? I, I guess I've had that analogy in my head for weeks now because I, I fucking fought with him on it, and he pulled the whole "Well, I'm a history major. I went to college." <laughs> who fucking who?
1: Yes, I mean it's, it, it, but it would be it, it would be out of if they were all still Bullet Club, and then that the elite faction of the Bullet Club said, "You know what? Screw this. We're going to make our own." That that's not that wasn't the case. They they were all separate and still but, technically. But it part also
0: kind of was.
1: But they weren't part they were part of Bullet Club. Like they did the yes. whole the whole two sweet thing every five seconds. They were still part yes. of it. And they were also part of elite at the same time. So it was, it was a subsector
0: of the Bullet Club. But then they did go against each other at one point. I'm pretty sure like this already happened with a different leader of the Bullet Club. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure I'm gonna get a text saying, You're wrong, fucker. <laughs> But I just wanted to point that out. I still think that this is, could be considered a Bullet Club Civil War. Okay. So, mm. which I think we all want. I think pro wrestling in 2020 needs the elite versus the Bullet Club. 2021, I'm sorry.
1: The, the only uh, scenario that you brought up that might actually happen and it's still it's a very strong now almost confirmed rumor is uh, Queen of the Ring. So everything that you've brought to the table so Oof. far has just gone to shit. So if, how about you don't say anything? And that way, it actually comes true
0: Four Horsewomen. You shut your fucking mouth or else I'm hanging up this call right now. Swear to God. Why you got to do me like that? Was that on your NXT? I a rough couple weeks, man. Was that
1: on your NXT list of uh, releases from 2020?
0: What, the, the other ones? Yeah. Yeah. Jasmine Duke? I had the rest of them. Uh, yeah. I'll go through name. the rest of the names if you want. No, really I'm good. <laughs> It is Pretty like sure a- we're still missing like forty-five of them. Oh, yeah,
1: we went through like about half.
0: Yeah, there were so many releases. Um, going back to Rampage, though I did want to point this out. Yes, yeah, so we're going back to Rampage. Did you see the Fuego del Sol versus
1: Miro match? So yeah, so, so that title. was the next thing I was about to talk about. But first I wanted to really quickly mention the the uh um but up up uh Christian Cage doing the his kill switch on the chair, <laughs> which
0: that was awesome. I Kenny was,
1: took that really well. He t- yeah, he, and he sold it very well too. So, also like you kind of practiced that a little bit. Yeah. Too. But congratulations to, <laughs> congratulations to uh, Christian Cage. Um, before we get to the uh, the next part here, uh, Mark Henry, uh, this this four man booth thing, just a lot of
0: screaming over each other. I feel. And it, well, no, it's 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 Chris Jericho, Jericho screaming Jericho and screaming. everyone else trying to get a fucking word in.
1: Yeah, so Jericho's now playing the heel again
0: on the commentator booth. Like he's he's very heelish. Yeah. What happens when Chris Jericho has a match on on Rampage? What happens then? Well, then I guess he's right. Yeah. We have seen former wrestlers be uh, commentators: CM Punk, Samoa Joe, Macho Man, Macho, sure, The Body. Mm-hmm. There's been a whole bunch of them, sure. But they've never wrestled and then been like, hey, right. man, yeah. guy really gave me one you're out right. there. <laughs> you don't get that. No, you don't. Know, you're right. I think we had it with Jerry. I think it was, there was one time with Jerry Lawler where um, he was involved in a storyline and he also wrestled. Like He came out but was with to the, the commentator booth Michael Cole. in gear. Michael Cole. Was it against Cole? Because I, I know he went against Cole. Well, no. He,
1: he also had when he was a heel yeah, commentator. When right. he was a heel commentator, he had a lot of matches also that too. Yeah. He had, he had a That's the only career. person though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, also real real subsection right here. Mm. Jerry the King Lawler had a casket match against Enzo Amore at the at the, at the Mid Hudson Civic Center this past weekend. What?
1: Yeah. If I knew that I would not be on vacation right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. I forgot I forgot to tell you that. Yeah. And the entire time leading up to it in promos Enzo was calling him Jerry the Lawler cuz he didn't want he didn't want to give him the fact that he was a king. <laughs> ah, that was great.
1: Jerry Lawler. I I have Jerry to see Lawler. I have to see how old he is. He is 71 by the way. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Listen, I give it to Sting but he is 71, he's still wrestling. Good for him. So,
0: yeah, it. but Sting didn't have a heart attack and almost die ringside. Yeah, but he almost broke So almost I think we broke got a neck. Uh uh, nearly with uh, Seth Rollins there, so... Okay, okay, but that was an injury in the ring. Mm-hmm. Not a heart attack that nobody saw coming. Well, I don't know what his diet's like. Yeah, nobody he, really saw it. Coming. Maybe he saw it coming because he's eating other McGreasy. Yeah. Um Saw it coming like uh, like Chris Farley in that sketch with Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> That's about a Baker Stuss and Bob. Babe. <laughs> uh
1: The Bears. So, let's see here. Uh, TNT yeah. <laughs> Championship. Yeah, so, the Redeemer Miro and Fuego Del Sol. Um, I, I, you know what? I like the fact that they gave him Del Sol. <laughs> they gave him mm-hmm. probably the majority of the moves in this match because everybody yeah. knew Miro was going to win this. But that, uh, you know, Miro sold the ninety percent of the match uh, to him. the the, yeah. stip, the stipulation was that if Fuego Del Sol won, he'd get an AEW contract, and if he lost, and, he and the just, title and, and the title, right? And he'd be the TNC champion. Um, if he lost, well, then God's favorite champion just kicked his ass, uh, and that's exactly what happened towards the end there. And so and then in a dick move, he just kicked his ass for sure, kicked his ass. And then dick move, ripped up the contract <laughs> in front of everybody to a rain of booze. Um, and then uh, in what I, uh, what I read and th- saw that was actually a shoot moment
0: ish, shoot ish. I heard, I heard conflicting reports, but go on. So yeah. So the, the re- at the time on Friday, on Friday, what was your reaction to this?
1: It looks scripted, but it but it looks scripted. Really? Well, so here's, here's hold on.
0: It got me. It, no, Just I'm, tell them uh, what hold, it is. Hold on. Because
1: uh, it got me. Yeah, no. <laughs> it, it got me too. I feel like it was scripted, but Fuego didn't know. I feel okay. like they, okay, knew, okay, okay. they knew what it yes, was I going Yes, I agree on. with that. They knew what was going on and was about to happen because the two of them obviously I like,
0: Tony and Sammy knew. I Tony think and
1: Sammy it. obviously knew. Everybody else knew, except that Fuego didn't really know and that was kind of like the, the stipulation that the storyline would just go on like okay I'm, I'm here but I'm not here That for, he, I'm sure in his mind he was like alright I'll just be like you know sign on on a per diem basis and, and that'll be it but then him yeah. them coming out and he looked surprised he did genuinely look surprised it was cool that Sam yeah. gave him a
0: hug and in the middle of
1: the ring everybody went nuts I uh, kind
0: of just wish he would have just started fully blown crying because the whole "I'm trying to <laughs> smile and I'm holding back my tears" right. thing did not look good. That was, it was very all. Luckily, ugly. he was in a mask, so we really didn't get a lot of his full full emotion. <laughs>
1: it was like a half uh, ugly cry. Um, yeah. So yeah. Oh so no, it
0: was a full ugly cry under a mask. It was, it was a like full a ugly cry covered, under a mask,
1: half covered, full cry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Imagine just
1: this—just eyes and and yeah. sobbing, <laughs> in his mouth. It's hilarious. It was so up. funny. but i
0: did i did read reports that said that i read one report that said that fuegos actually signed an aew contract a week ago okay i also read a report from tony that said uh nobody knew except for me and sammy Hmm. so you know listen paul Heyman would go and leak spoilers to the press just to get people to tune in so who who knows what's true or not who knows but I think I will say this. We have previously reported on this show that we think kayfabe is dead. I think AEW is slowly bringing kayfabe back. back. <laughs> it's coming back. And good for and you. And I've never been more excited in my life.
1: Yeah, good for you. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It's it's fun in that way. Um, and then the third and final match, amazing. Just an hour of television just should be yeah. everything this should be the standard going across the board. It was all gas, no brakes. No, I love it. Uh your women's champion, AEW women's champion in Britt Baker, DMD. Uh taking on red velvet. D M D for the title. Um The Pop. I, I, did,
0: I that's the only thing I want to talk well, about.
1: Well, see yeah, so unfair for Red Velvet, because she's the face, but I mean, we totally unfair, but but the pop for Pittsburgh's God. own Pittsburgh's own Britt Baker. Um
0: I tell uh, on you Wednesday, this right also. Now, Wednesday also. Wednesday also. I teared but, up. I teared up mm. equally amount for the juego del sol match as that pop, <laughs> bro. I I she literally sat in my chair going, "Holy shit!" Yeah, she got it, man. That she got the pop to me. That is AEW's. Like Darby Allin obviously, was the the original AEW standout, mm-hmm. but I think th- that pop created a star in Britt Baker. She was already a star? I think she was already huge, but yeah. Uh, okay, let me rephrase She was already a star. This pop created a superstar in Britt Baker.
1: Can you imagine, too, like, again, from where she was when she was the, the first female wrestler to sign with AEW. Yeah. Um, And when she was a face, nobody cared. Nobody no. cared. Um, And now just seeing, like, from that arc there to now, it's, like, two totally
0: different people. I I, I The compare best her- thing that happened to Britt Baker was break her nose.
1: Yeah, well... I was just about to say I, I compare literally just about to say I compare her rise to one of Becky Lynch and
0: yes. ironically, wow.
1: ironically the two breaking their nose <laughs> and rising wow, good to for, good for you this is why yeah, you see. this is
0: why you're the lead this is why
1: <laughs> I was thinking about that it's like this. It's, it's very weird how Becky Lynch had like this punk steamer persona going on that really wasn't catching on any, anywhere she was a champion, but it really wasn't like uh, I like I care like I cared about her as a champion, and yeah. now I care about Britt Baker being a champion. I cared the fact that she won it from uh, was it Nyla Rose? i oh, no, sorry, not Nyla Rose. Uh, from uh, from, from uh, Karushita. Karushita, thank you. I cared about that match, and I knew what was going to happen, but I cared the fact that she was now taking on this belt that she is in the company the last two years all this slow storytelling that we keep talking about AEW finally building up to this crescendo of her being champion. Same thing with Becky Lynch. Starting at Survivor Series and just all the way up to WrestleMania finally getting her moment. And even though she again she was champion though, but this was this that was her moment. That's when she became a superstar. Yeah. So and, and and you won't get that from anybody like when she returns that's going to be a pop for a superstar, for a
0: mega superstar, will be what Becky Lynch yeah. gets. So Becky, a pop for Becky Lynch is going to be one that's, that's rivaled by a, a Cena. or I wouldn't put Stone Cold up there yet. Stone, that's Stone Cold pop. Back in the day, oh, yeah, yeah, you no. hear that glass shattering. Right. Oof, yeah. Jesus. So, so. <laughs> uh, but that, that's going to be it, it. She is the superstar of the women's division. Like, I, out of the four horsewomen, I don't think anybody would have agreed that Becky Lynch was going to be well, more so than the sh- person out of that. More so than Charlotte. More so than Charlotte. Really? Everybody thought Charlotte. Everybody what? I mean, it, it, listen, I don't think Charlotte is in the best of places in WWE right now. Really? I mean, think about the last year that Charlotte had. But she's still in the title picture. Like, I'm all about the about behind the scenes. Behind, oh, behind the, the scenes. scenes. Right, right. Well. She's not in the best. Like, I don't think she's in... in good working standards with the WWE right now.
1: I don't think they have a choice though, because she is probably the best wrestler as anyone's ever seen. Female wrestler yeah. as anyone's ever seen. Yeah. So
0: you kind of She is gonna be she's gonna go down as the best female, the best female wrestler of all time.
1: Of all time. Of all time. Right. And that's not that's not hyperbole. We say a lot of things. That's it is what it is. She is the greatest female wrestler of all time. With Mike and moves. With that said, she's had a a rough year, but WWE has put themselves in that corner because they can't afford to lose her. Yeah. So she is one of those people that has carte blanche to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. And so she will, and that maybe that's why people are just tired of seeing her in the title picture, but think about it. And I'm talking to the audience. Think about it just for a second. If you're that tired of seeing Charlotte Flair in the title picture, who else would you want to see in the title picture of the the people in the roster, and realistically, of the people in the roster that that WWE has, who else would you rather see in the title title picture, whether she the loses Bex. or not? I'm sorry, Becky. Right, well, I'm saying right now she's not yeah. she's not in it. But right now, of the women yet. that are there, yet when she comes, until then, at this moment, you're tired of seeing her. You're you're tired of her being thrown down our throats like uh, like Reigns, like Cena, like anybody else, like Drew McIntyre who else in the female side of things wrestling right now active would you rather see in the title picture than charlotte flair and be real with yourself because you can be tired of her all you want but she is amazing at what she does and so i i can't if i'm tired of seeing her on tv that might be one thing but with what she's what wwe has and with the, the what they've painted themselves in the corner with with her who else would be in that the title picture on raw you gonna have maybe have her have a, a mega match with her and Sasha Banks. That's a that's yeah, a, I, that's a, t- that's a t- totally different story. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about on Raw, women's side. Who you, would you rather see?
0: Who else, who else would you rather see? Yeah, they're stuck in a time where they they had they had two really viable good champions coming out of WrestleMania. When you had Rhea with the title and you had and you had Bianca with the title. Mm. That that was a good time coming out of WrestleMania. They had so many opportunities to start pushing these women, and, and and they're still doing it with with Bianca. Granted, but if if Rhea doesn't win the championship on Saturday, I it's it's I'm, I'm not saying it's over, but it's not looking good, right? You know, it's she's it, she's gonna get thrown down that mid card. They're gonna put her with somebody, and they'll go after the tag titles maybe. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind her and Tony Storm getting together and going to the tag titles. You know, but still, she I, shouldn't have, I have to. to. I
1: guess, but yeah, that's not right. That they had a
0: good push, and then they have to put it on. Like, I get why you put it on Nikki, but and I don't know. <laughs> that's another. That's... I think. I think everything has to be revisited with with the Raw Women's Championship after SummerSlam, because I I think the way that they should go is that it should be. Rhea winning it and then it you know, try to build Rhea up a little bit. Put put her in front of in front of Anaya Jax for the championship and and have her beat Nia Jax. Hell, one of the greatest women's storylines in NXT history was Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler, and you can have them both on Monday Night Raw for the title. Yeah. Why can't you do that?
1: I think they're inevitably gonna well break yeah, they're, I mean they were setting the, the seats to break them up or Nia Jax. So yeah, have that storyline. You had an NXT, it worked well. If you want to repeat things so bad as Raw does on a consistent basis, repeat that. Repeat storyline. Go back into the well. Talk to talk to your son-in-law that you apparently aren't having really good relationships right th- right now with. Talk to him about the storylines that you uh, you hashed in in NXT and rehash them in in Monday Night Raw. Yeah. It, it's 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 new. It's new for the majority of fans of the of the casual fans that haven't seen that that storyline. Bring it out over. Why not? And it's just and, and, and even though they probably won't do it because WWE for some reason thinks that NXT is a non-existent factor. Literally, it, it doesn't exist. Bring that into the storyline. They've had past you know, relations before. Bring that Bring that in. They won't do it, but but bring it in. Uh, who knows? Uh, all that to say, though, is that you had Baker <laughs> versus Red Velvet. Um, I did like the fact that Red Velvet tried to uh, put on the lockjaw on Britt Baker at one point. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Chris Statlander coming in at the end to uh, make the save. I imagine it was
0: a screw job—the Pittsburgh screw job. Uh, she beat him with <laughs> her own move, <laughs>
1: black and yellow. Um, and then uh, Chris Statlander coming in for the save uh, after uh, Red Velvet was getting her ass kicked after the win. Uh, Britt Baker retaining her title, and then we had a debut of Jamie Hader. Mm-hmm. Who is Jamie Hader?
0: I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Apparently, she used to be on AEW pre-pandemic. I believe she is of English heritage. Okay. And uh, apparently, she had lost. She a is. She's from so- Southampton, UK. I. She lost a bunch of weight too, okay. which is why people may not recognize her. I've never. I don't remember seeing her ever. Wow, she did lose a lot of weight. Holy crap! Really? She, yeah. Yeah she she was she was
1: a thickum. <laughs> Very cute, but. Yeah, no, she definitely lost a lot of weight because when you see her, we saw her on uh, on Friday and on Rampage. Yeah, she was she's not the same person.
0: All but, right, though,
1: but there you go. She is. Maybe 20, that's why I don't recognize her. Does she have
0: different hair too? And she
1: she had like black and red. Yeah, black and red. Yeah. Um, from Southampton, UK. Twenty six years old. Uh, started wrestling in twenty fifteen. Jamie Oh her. shit. Jamie Hader, so yeah, really early, yeah. So this is this is what um, this is what we have. So we have a, a, a debut with Rampage. We have a debut at the end with uh, Jamie Hader. I feel like every time that we have like a new show, AEW debut someone. <laughs> so yeah. it's not surprising here, but um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to now we'll have this conversation. Say in a year or two from now, that when Jamie Hader wins the belt, <laughs> like remember that debut back on the first episode of Rampage. And uh, they, I give them credit. I give I give AEW credit for taking wrestlers that you will never know and giving them great storylines and and building them up into into people that you will talk about. And so, yeah. this is this is where we're at. And putting and pairing her with Britt Baker is amazing. Um, it's perfect. It's it's a good great idea. Um, so yeah, she's but, tall too. She's very tall. Yeah, so yeah, she definitely like, in comparison. Yeah, she's definitely tall. Uh, by the way, check out uh, uh, Rebel's uh, photos on online. I've seen him uh, on the beach. Good God. Yep. Anyways, uh, God bless. God bless. I really just want to finish up with, uh, us talking about SummerSlam, but first, oh, the only thing I want to talk about with SmackDown was the amazing promo <laughs> that we got right out of the gate that, uh, Vince McMahon was very happy with produced by one Jamie Noble. Um, and they basically got, uh, 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 Paul Heyman to write some write some notes and points bullet points for uh for Roman reigns and uh r- run by Kevin Dunn with the John Cena side of things and they have again as we talked about the car blanche to do things those two have of car blanche and so mm-hmm. what you got out of that car blanche was a promo for the ages <laughs> in the two of them coming face to face um and Re- reigns going after Cena and and talking about you know the the dick jokes and uh missionary and how it didn't work and it, it, it just asked Nikki Bella and at that point that was it <laughs> I lost my shit beautiful <laughs> I just lost my shit It was so good Um him talking about Nikki Bella and then Cena r- r- with the retort talking about Reigns' teeth and uh running uh Seth uh, ruining Seth Rollins and running Dean Ambrose out of WWE Um I mean jeez <laughs>
0: Would you would absolutely you admit this kidness- a little bit towards cm punk's pipe bomb i uh, right you think about the formula of cm punk's pipe bomb I, I, you I look at it from an outside perspective sounded like it was off script yes well they didn't their script it, he, but he off broke the fourth wall many times sure mentioned wrestlers who are no longer in the company yeah and then said exactly he, he said exactly what punk did at money in the bank anyway
1: Right, and then I'm going to blow you a kiss. I'll go over
0: the guardrail, I'll blow you a kiss, and then I'll never come back, or whatever
1: he said. Well, yeah, he said, I'll just blow you a kiss. Um, I don't know if if anybody...
0: Punk said he'll never
1: come back. He said he'll never come back. That's the difference. (laughs) That right there is the difference. So I don't know, first of all, I don't know if anybody caught that whole reference as far as him saying, I'll blow you a kiss, that that related Mm -hmm. to CM Punk.
0: I I looked at my television like Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I went like this. I pointed it, I was like... (laughs) See? Hey, whoa, hang anybody, on. Anybody see that? Anybody?
1: You look around. Any, the no? room, nobody, there's nobody else in the room.
0: Just looking at my Iron Maiden poster. You? And, me? And, and a yeah. Autographed <laughs> picture of Jorge Posada. You guys see that? <laughs> Jorge? Got it? Georgie? Yeah. Um, George?
1: By the way, Yankees. No? Yankees, by the way, are now tied. Um, yeah. the second spot for the wild card. That's a comeback. Let's my friend. go. Let's go. Um, yeah, don't call it a comeback, my yeah, friend. I've been there for years. So th- there's, <laughs> there's that. But then also, I'm. I, in comparison to CM Punk, CM Punk was—I—I I, I will say yes. Yeah, it's going to be a cop out. I say yes or no only because, it, in uh, as far as similarities, because I will say no in that CM Punk was literally on his way out and he had nothing else to lose yeah. except for gaining a contract, which he did, <laughs> and so he was going to go out on top regardless of whether he won the belt or not. That was his his ride off into the sunset, and so Vince kind of like. You know, acquiesced and made him sign the contract and and got him to come back. But in that moment, he wasn't (laughs) If remember correctly. That was it. Cena was laying in the ring, listening to this whole thing on his side and kind of not being able to say anything. And CM Punk just went off. And so that was the end of, that was going to be his ride into the sunset. Whereas this, they have a match coming up. And so they, I mean, they had a matchup coming up also, but this is a match where you don't know if Cena loses this might be just be the summer of Cena, and that's it. <laughs> keep having those advertisements yeah. for summer summer of Cena. This is that might just be the summer of Cena, and you will never see him again until whenever you know Vince wants to make that phone call again. If he wins the belt, though, then you still continue have having Cena around, and that's what I think people want. That's what I want. I want Cena there because it gives wrestling a great jump. It gives, it gives WWE a great boost that they need because it is very stagnant, and we keep talking about what just, happens. If Cena wins, what happens if Cena wins? Is that we just have this continuing storyline again with with Reigns going after it? And, uh, and I, in my I, opinion, I rate... if Cena wins, we riot. Really? I would. No, I want that. I want that only because I want an irate Reigns. I want to see an irate head of table go after the title again. And then when he inevitably gets it back, I just want that arc from from the time Cena wins it again to get that 17th title because he will win it. To to make that number to beat to get uh, Flair out of there, to the point where he loses it again, I just want all that in between. (laughs) I want that entire story because if that if what you saw on uh, Friday is any indication of that, good God, it's going to be great. (laughs) And just continue that going on. Imagine that for the next couple months. I'm
0: I'm nobody. I'm all for it. Me too. Nobody ever thought that Ric Flair's record was ever going to be beaten. Just like nobody thought
1: Demolition's record would ever be beaten. And Here Comes the Very Day. true. I think Ric Flair's record is a bit better. It, no, I, I agree.
0: I agree. Okay. All right, good. No, just I just wanted to make sure. No, no.
1: <laughs> I agree with that. It's just there's there there are records there like, you know, never say never, but Bruno San Martino's record would never be beaten.
0: <laughs> and, and I think Roman Reigns should be the one to beat that record.
1: You imagine? <laughs> I got to look that up how many years years three days was it eight years (laughs) I think it was eight years the amount of years
0: and then he I think it was eight years followed by another one for three years yes right but my whole my whole point being it it, the stars are aligning for John Cena to win that like elusive 17th championship victory 1963 to 1971. Yeah, that's eight years. Eight years. Depending on when the date was that he won it, yeah, that's right. pretty much eight years. Give or take. The, nobody, hello. Hello. Nobody ever thought that uh, Flair's record was going to be beaten. And I honestly think even with Cena winning his, his twenty uh, six, even with him winning his 16th championship, mm. like when he won the 16th, you're like, oh, my God, he, he really, really did that. <laughs> even after that, we were like, He's not going to get 17. There's just no way. When he retired, quote-unquote retired, we were just like, okay, like they're just going to be tied for most amount of all time. When he came back, I was like, okay, they're probably still not going to do it. When Ric Flair got released, that's when in my mind I go, holy shit. Yep, they're going to do it. John Cena could win the 17th championship because only because Ric Flair is no longer in the building every week. And I don't know how I feel about that. Okay i think nobody really resonated with the demolition record i feel like not a lot of people even knew about the demolition record
1: no, nobody knew it until new day was there
0: until they started saying it and if you if you look at the way that they're building up john cena right now it's going along that line where he might win on sunday on saturday yeah i still gotta get used to saying that for the saturday. next
1: week yeah because sunday's nxt so yeah so yeah
0: because sunday's <laughs> nxt imagine he which just is weird won on sunday <laughs> John Cena he's, shows up in NXT. Title away. for title against Samoa Joe. Listen, you want you want to <laughs> reboot?
1: Yeah, there you go. Re- reboot NXT to have Cena as your champion. I, sh- <laughs> you gonna be angry at that? Um, I'm not. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. What happened? I mean, you talk about a reboot, and then all of a sudden you have this older guy coming I mean, Samoa Joe is Samoa Joe is bucking the system with for this rebrand. Anyway, I think so, he's forty
0: something already. I'm one, not mistaken. There we go. Whatever. Anyway, but. Well, he's part of those people that get grandfathered into the the system. Absolutely. (laughs) Emphasis on the grandfather because he's old as (laughs) (laughs) fuck. But I think John Cena, he he might win. He might win the championship on. on I don't be surprised.
1: As a matter of fact, I put my money on it. (laughs) He's going to win. I put my money on that, and I also put my money on Sasha Banks getting the belt back.
0: Um, I I see that one. I wouldn't mind. With Charlotte winning, I don't know why I had an issue with Charlotte winning the championship. I don't have. But with Sasha winning it, because I don't think there was a distinct. I, in my head, I don't think there was a distinctive heel and a distinctive face in that uh, uh, Charlotte and, and Rhea storyline. Mm. I think in this Bianca and Sasha storyline, you have a very clear face and a very clear heel. Okay. And I think that is the way that you have to, well, obviously, that's just pro wrestling 101, heel versus face. Everybody knows that. But I think with this, it's you just, uh, Rhea Ripley was too much of a tweener on the babyface side of it, and Charlotte was too much of a tweener on the heel side of it. She was getting the pop, but she was acting like a heel.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Rhea Ripley wasn't really getting the pop, or she was getting a little bit of a pop, but she was also acting like a heel disqualifications all that stuff yeah i think bianca on on Mm -hmm. smackdown has to go and now chase the title chase the title until mania survivor series or or, or, or royal rumble do something right or even hell even have a a a sasha banks versus a team sasha versus team bianca you know survivor Team Blueprint versus Team EST. I wonder if they're setting that up on. With,
1: uh, with Carmella and uh, Zelina. That'd actually be a good... Uh, I, d-
0: I wanted to bring that up to you. That'd be a good- uh, you saw that, obviously, at the end of SmackDown. Yeah. Did she just create her own... Faction. NWO? <laughs> I'm not even joking. She has her own faction. Uh, I would not mind that. Yeah. A... <sighs> the wwo whoa. tell yeah. me that doesn't the have a w- good ring to it the wild women of the women's world order
1: <laughs> the women's world order WWO. <laughs> the woo-woo
0: or just wow wow whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. we are no just w-o-w mm. we are the women of wrestling boom <laughs> print the shirts <laughs> Okay. There you go. I want to see a, a small W, uh, a large O, yes. and another small W right next to it in me. black with a weird white lettering on it. Yeah, oh, it. exactly. Wow. And then, and then you get I don't know whoever joins next. Call them four ball or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Four pack, uh, <laughs> but it did seem like she was creating her own faction. Like she did, it seems like she created a faction. She did, which I'm so happy for. Yeah, no, she definitely did. So one of some of the best times to me in women's wrestling was the the team Bad versus the team PCP, or wherever it was, and then uh, team, uh, team, team Bad, Melon. right? Like that was team PCB. I don't know. I yeah. think that's what it was. That Was uh, Page and Page Charlotte, Charlotte and Becky and Becky? Yeah. PCB so. sound like a drug. It does. That's <sighs> why I slipped out PCP at PCP. first.
1: <laughs> speaking of Summerslam, let's go over the card really quick and then get the hell out of here. So, speaking of <laughs> Drew McIntyre, he's fighting Jinder Mahal. The the stipulation that I, I wanted to mention on Monday night was, uh, oh,
0: I not. It's so ridiculous.
1: So it was. Uh, who who fought Drew McIntyre on Monday? They both did. Oh, they both did. Okay, right. So if if Drew yeah, Veer and Shanky Veer and Shanky. So if Veer and Shanky,
0: I heard, I heard Bully Ray call him. Yeah, Viz and Skanky. Viz <laughs> Skanky made me pop. Right,
1: the it two really of them fought. That's right, the two of them fought him. So if the stipulation was, if they won, that they could be by ringside, but if Drew won, they could bring his sword. <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna have a murder. And, so and if
0: they won, and if they, if the two of them won, Drew was not allowed to bring his. Not sword. Not allowed to bring the sword, right? So it, yeah. Drew winning because the sword makes fucking sense. Well, I
1: was gonna say, so it, he can commit murder. Is that the deal now? Is so when he brings the sword, to, so stupid.
0: There's now. Hang on, now that Bray Wyatt's out of the WWE, I'm just gonna point this out. Sure. Why the fuck can you bring a sword to the ring, but Seth Rollins is gonna go put a sledgehammer on a fucking ladder? And that's you stop a match, fuck you, referees. Fuck you.
1: I want you all to know that this will never be let,
0: let go. Ever. <laughs>
1: this will never ever. be ever, ever, ever let go.
0: <sighs> and you know what? Oh, here we go. I'll go even ahead. say Please. it now. We're uh, talking about the state of wrestling. Rant it. Go Why on. the fuck would you have Bray Wyatt lose to Goldberg like that? How the fuck does that make any sense? How does that make any sense? I feel like you haven't. He was the best thing about pro wrestling, <laughs> and now you got him losing to Goldberg. And saudi arabia the fuck does that have to do with anything i
1: feel like you what are you
0: doing wd <laughs> get your head out of your fucking ass jesus christ why why if you... you have goldberg lose if you have goldberg win to bobby Lashley this weekend uh, i will never watch monday night raw again wow. i swear on everything wow i swear on everything if i had a bible right now i would put it right in front of this thing and i'd put my hand right down on it yes i swear oh <sighs> Fuck! I think I've ever heard a rant right from you. <sighs> this was coming. Who's built up for a while? That was feels, a huge good, right? lift all right? feels good. Right, it feels good. I have them every <sighs> other month? Remember Malvo's most wanted when they were introducing all the people, and she's like, she had a chip on her shoulder until she ate it. I just ate that chip. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: sounded delicious. Um, good for you. You know what? We all thought of it. Thank you for bringing it up. Um, I we had uh, so we I have Drew promised back. that
0: I would never bring it up, but he's out of the wwe now so now so you can so now you I, can talk I, about I can, it. I can do it
1: i'm gonna say that drew is gonna win this match <laughs> uh, assuming that drew's gonna thank win. thank you match.
0: for bringing us back because i, I could have kept going
1: i you know what? i i appreciate a good rant from you it's it's so rare i feel like i'm the only one that rants um
0: i if if we were in a studio right now if i was at your house and we were doing this or even if we were at csb i would have been so much louder but I don't want the little children downstairs because they've been quiet, yeah. and I don't want them to wake
1: up. We're almost wrapping this up, so yeah, just keep it till to yourself now, <laughs> and then you can scream in, in five minutes. Uh, Sheamus versus no, I da- don't
0: want to scream. They're quiet. I want it to be
1: quiet. <laughs> I don't want to scream. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Seamus versus Damian Priest uh, uh, for the Priest. US, U.S. championship. So Priest uh, wins the title. Okay,
0: fair enough. Priest wins. Priest wins, and then he gets a couple people to put in a faction, and we create the LWO. Next. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, that that will never happen.
1: Um, the The ruined, according to John Cena, Seth Rollins <laughs> versus Edge. Uh, yes, go. I, I think it has to be Seth Rollins.
0: Okay, I think it has to be Seth Rollins. But if Edge wins, it wouldn't hurt Seth Rollins in a sense. No, it, it wouldn't.
1: I still, I'm, I'm taking Edge. But either way, it wouldn't. Okay. It wouldn't hurt. Either one, it wouldn't hurt. No. Um, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. I think we we made our picks already. Yeah, yeah, Sasha, Sasha, winning title. Rain Dominic versus the Usos for the, Usos the have uh, to retain. SmackDown title. The Usos retained. I agree. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg, and which I forgot to mention also Goldberg. Bobby
0: Lashley and I want to don't want to talk about Goldberg anymore.
1: <laughs> I will say I'm I'm, I'm going to say uh, Goldberg has gone on record recently, as of the last couple of days, saying that he wants to elevate wrestlers to another level, air quote, another level.
0: Okay. Cool. <laughs> what's that Russ? What, what, what's, what's that what's that bill you're gonna, you, you're gonna help him be an offensive tackle no all joking aside though i, I love your rants this yes, <laughs> I, I i don't mind this this storyline that goldberg's in mm. like him bringing in his son his son that I, I i i fuck with that i i do like that
1: it seems like everybody's doing it now it's like ray's doing it with dominic we have taz over there with hook and now you have goldberg with uh his son
0: i'm okay with that i'm a sucker for family Oh, hey, Dom Toretto! No, I am kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> anytime you say family, it's like it's like Candyman. Anytime no, you say family three times, it'll appear.
0: Yeah, exactly. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Anyway, no. No, but no. I, anytime I don't know why. Anytime you bring in family that hey, that looks opposing, mm-hmm. imposing, imposing, imposing. There we go. That's what I wanted to say. And I didn't know that. kid's only fifteen years old. The big kid. A big kid. What's his name? Gage. Gage. <laughs> Gage Goldberg. Even the Dude, name. that's an awesome name. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're that's just, such a badass it, name. I think you're just angry you don't have that name. He's Gigi. Yeah, Gigi. Gigi. He, he called him Gigi. Hey, Gage. Gage Goldberg.
0: That's I'm Gage. Nick. Hang on. Bill Goldberg versus Nick Gage for custody of Gage <laughs> on a pole match. Hardcore death match. Sign that shit right now. Uh, <laughs> Lash is going to be t- <laughs> hardcore death.
1: Last she's going to retain, um, by the way, forgot to mention that in uh, uh, all the nonsense that happened on Monday night with the women's title and that uh, Nikki was out there uh, in the middle of the ring. Uh, did you see the big sign that says, not my hero?
0: No, I you didn't. See that <laughs> I so, that. so
1: Nikki Ash in the middle of the ring holding up her belt and there's a huge ass sign right behind her with the, the butterfly and then the, the line right through it oh, saying, not my hero. Really? This is hey 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 Vince Vince get get close get close Vince I know you I know you listen so get close this is wrong <laughs> this is wrong fix it fix it Saturday August twenty first Summerslam uh fix it
0: Friday so it doesn't leak into Saturday
1: there you go <laughs> your triple threat for the women's title with Rhea Ripley and uh, Charlotte taking on uh, your champion Nikki
0: I'm going Rhea I, you know what this is my official prediction. Mm-hmm. Nikki Cross loses. <laughs> there you go. That's my prediction. Now I don't know who's gonna win, but I know Nikki Ash uh-huh. is gonna lose. Here, here we go.
1: I am going to say that she retains. I don't believe it, but I'm going to say it, <laughs> so it's on record right here on the show. Because they, they would do something stupid like that to have her retain.
0: I will be so upset if
1: you're. Right I'd be about very that. upset. I'd be very upset. And as a matter of fact, what I really believe in my heart of hearts is that Flair will win back the title. But I think that Nikki's gonna retain. T-
0: <laughs> Fuck.
1: I know. Either way. Oh, and Whatever. then and then uh your universal champion, your main events uh John Cena taking on your champion, Roman Reigns. Um I got Cena, man. <laughs> I got Cena. Too much of the push with the seventeen uh number there on the in the promo.
0: I I still have reigns, if I'm being honest. Okay. I have rains. I don't think this, this summer scene is gonna go out past the summer. If it does, it'll go into a storyline with someone else. Got it. Yeah. Hell, do it every do it every other other returning legend does with after they do a uh a, a scheduled Cena. I mean a schedule rains. So go into a program with Rollins. <laughs> there you go. And there you go. <sighs> and there's our show. It was a good therapy session. Yes. I'm
1: glad you got it out. Man, that was a lot. I it's, feel so much better right now. there any time I can get into a closet just to have you rant? He, just to hear
0: me scream at a microphone. Just to hear you
1: screaming a microphone while I talk to myself while everybody outside is like what the hell's going on in there? I, I will do that for you.
0: Is it like a legitimate door or is it just like saloon doors? Oh no, it's <laughs> it so great.
1: They just swing open. I don't know if you saw me before on, on camera. I, like the door crept open and Lisa like looked in and when she was like like waving like, <laughs> like, like really cheesy I was like yeah alright get out get the, hell. get the hell out of here oh man it's gonna be good start be- throwing shit get, the get fuck out of here I'm recording shut up <laughs> ladies and gentlemen that is our time and I thank you guys uh, so much from the the waters of the Atlantic in Rehoboth Beach Delaware to the shores of Queens the concrete, jungle the concrete, of concrete jungle of Bayside of Queens Bayside Queens we are Sons of Slam if there's anything else please that you want to know and talk about Please hit us up next week. We will be talking about uh, your results from SummerSlam, your results from NXT. Uh, by the way, I believe a new champion will be crowned at NXT. I'm, I'm assuming Craig yeah. Cross is coming to Raw full time. Yeah. Um, we will have I believe a new women's champion. Uh, okay. In um in Dakota Kai. Uh, I think I think there are, there are changes are coming, and 36 of uh, the 36th edition of Takeover. We'll show that.
0: Guys, we had 36 really good takeovers. Yeah. Don't <laughs> know if the next 36 are going to be as good.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't know, man. With rumors of Adam Cole and his contract expiring, Pete Dunn, his contract expiring. Um, it, there's going to be some changes here, man, and uh, it's we'll see if it's for the good. But as of right now, it's not. It's not looking good for NXT. My name is Chris Mindell. That is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Tell your friends, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. We appreciate you guys all listening. Please, any more rants before we head on out of
0: here? When it comes to NXT, unfortunately, with all the souls of the faithfully departed, may it rest in peace. Wow. That was very dark.
1: Have a good day, everybody. Peace. (laughs) The Sons of
0: Slam Podcast.